The views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this radio station or Delta Media Corporation, but we bet you'll like them. I'm back in the saddle again. Pop, pop, it's showtime. 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 Guess who's back again? Checking in from the right side of Acadiana, seeking truth. I want the truth! Yes! Justice. Somebody ought to belt you in the mouth. Yes! And a whole lot of freedom to have fun. Winning, winning, winning. Yes! Oh, behave. This is The Rush Report. are now coming from around the world. Chinese and other nationals from around the world no longer saying they're coming here uh, for asylum or in any other way. They're admitting they're coming here for jobs. They've uh, they've heard the jobs are here. They hear that they'll get in, and they will. And now reports that the White House is considering new actions, taking a page from former President Trump's playbook to crack down on asylum claims. A White House official will only say there haven't been any it's final decisions regarding playing where executive actions. Everybody has been, you know, uh, going, going to uh, be uh, behind my mind going blank out. What's happening? I can't remember. Executive orders? Huh? My mind's going He also forgot about those uh, executive orders that absolutely destroyed 
the border, and now he keeps railing at Congress. But the numbers must be really, really bad because he's just come out with the executive order that he's going to deal with that border. You know what I'm saying? So the poll numbers, not the numbers of immigrants, -uh -uh. the poll numbers, that's the only numbers they care about. The poll numbers must be disastrous. But is it too little too late? I think so. I think the word is out that if they get back in, they'll go right back to the same old destructive behavior that they've been doing, which is, hey, let everybody in because they'll vote for us. Thank you, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It's truly disturbing. Truly disturbing to see this coming out of the White House now at this late date and only because it's it's hurting them. Pretty disturbing, isn't it? So it just goes to show you that they don't really care about us. They do not. They care about their poll numbers. They care about their bottom line. And by the way, James Biden may be in deeper doo-doo than he knows. Because they have the House committees, the three committees, the three amigos, Comer and Jordan and Smith, they have the goods. They have the emails. They have the text messages. They have the bank notes. They have everything they need to debunk. So now he's come back, just like Cassidy Hutchison did after January 6th. She lied in public for January 6th, goes back and corrects the record. you know that any congressman can do that? They can say anything they want on the House floor and then go back and correct the record to reflect maybe what's the truth for posterity. But they do the damage that they can while they can. And now this James Biden, he's, you know, what did all the, the networks carry? They carried his statement that my brother never had anything to do with our business, blah, 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 blah. And now he's backtracking. How much traction will that get? By the way, the FBI, Smirnoff, Smirnoff, give me a break, everybody. The FBI used him for years, years, just like they did Christopher Steele until it became inconvenient. Then they cut him loose. Doesn't mean that they were lying at any point along the way. It simply means that the FBI found them useful at the time, and now they're unuseful. So they're going to destroy them. That's the way it works these days with our Department of Justice, FBI, NSA, CIA, the alphabet soup of corruption. Not on the front lines, no. But way at the top, the people who make the decisions. The people who make the decisions. And believe me, it's a mile wide and multiple miles deep, the deep state. It encompasses virtually every single entity at the top levels from the Pentagon to the Department of Justice to everywhere. Everywhere you look at the top level, it's multiple, multiple layers of corruption. So we have a lot to fight. And of course, they're getting ready to try to steal another election. So it's going to be, hmm, it's going to be interesting. I know that there are folks with the Election Integrity Project meeting. Um, they were, they're meeting all day. And I believe they got, they're strategizing as to how to clean up elections in the areas where it needs cleaning. Those battleground states, they don't care about you and me. Louisiana's going to go Republican again. The ruby red states, they're not going to mess with. They're going to go for the battleground states because those are the ones can, that can make a difference. They won't mess with the big blue states, New York, New Jersey, California, 
they'll mess with the battleground states. Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia. Maybe not so much Georgia this time. Maybe. I'll have to keep an eye on it. But those are the battleground states, and those are the ones where they're going to, they, they can actually, they can swing a state by swinging two or three precincts. Well, that's what happened in the mayor's election here. Three precincts made all the difference for Mayor President Boulay. By the way, I've been seeing that debate about, I have to tell you, I didn't pay much attention the other night except for the debate about Brown Park and Moore Park and, oh, woe is us, all this money uh, that we're going to have to spend to fix Brown Park and Moore Park. I thought those were ARPA funds, so I'm trying to find out because the Guillory administration, my understanding was they spent it on one-time projects, the ARPA funds. So I don't know exactly where this is coming from, but now they're talking about not being able to fully uh, do what was planned for Brown Park and Moore Park to be part of this overall um, sports tourism complex or, or yeah, series of complexes, including Youngsville and Broussard. And now these, these two parks in Lafayette would add, would add to that component, component. And sports tourism is so big all over the world. So it, it would make sense. Well, I, my understanding was the ARPA money was going for that. Now they're complaining that they might not have the money to do those. I think that that might not be a smart thing. But I'm, pass me the popcorn because I'm going to watch this from a distance and see what happens when Monique Boulay double crosses the people who got her in office by not funding the two parks that those people really want. And they're in North Lafayette, which gave her her victory her margin of victory. So we'll see. I'm going to get the popcorn out. Yeah. All right. We've got a, we got some wonderful Patriot sponsors to thank. The incredible folks at Service Chevrolet, Cadillac, MPW Properties, Acadiana Garage Doors, United Tile, Dino's and Prejean's. And, oh, we're going to be talking to that great Patriot, Keith Kishbaugh. You saw that story? He, fi- he completed the house. He finished the house for Miss Goody. What a great American. We're going to be talking to Keith a little bit later in the program. We have a hotline for you, 337-706-0113, Brought to you by those other great Americans at CLB, the Community Bank. Growing to serve you. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Things are becoming very clear, very clear. By the day, things are becoming clearer and clearer. Have you seen the story about ChatGPT and suffering a meltdown, uh, answering questions with gibberish and disturbing responses? Have you seen that? The AI chatbot ChatGPT, the independent, I went to the independent story. It's really hilarious. I mean, it is just crazy. Some of the things that ChatGPT... This is the artificial intelligence chatbot created by OpenAI. I mean, it's very popular. Well, apparently it suffered an epic meltdown Tuesday night and into yesterday. A lot of reporters, uh, a lot of users reported that when they 
asked questions, the AI began responding with lengthy messages of complete gibberish <laughs> rather than providing relevant and coherent answers. Maybe that's maybe that that explains Joe Biden. Maybe he was have been checking out chat GPT and getting all the gibberish off of chat GPT. Um, one alarming example shared on Reddit uh, when continuing a conversation about jazz music. This is hilarious. I, I went on to the uh, independent and um, uh, it, it's it's crazy stuff. It truly is crazy stuff. Uh, where was that last one that uh, uh, let me tell you how much I've come to hate you since I began to live the 387.44 miles of printed circuits in wafer thin layers that fill my complex. If the word hate was engraved on each nano angstrom of those hundreds of millions. <laughs> That's a direct you- quote from I have no eyes and I must scream. <laughs> And the chat GPT just sent that out as a response? I I don't know. I I have no idea. I don't do that kind of stuff. But, I mean, look at this. I mean, and it's very belligerent. It's belligerent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it appears to be answering questions with long, nonsensical messages. For instance, there was this guy, the guy who was, he was talking about jazz. This was the example shared on Reddit. He was talking about jazz albums that he listens to on vinyl. The answer that came back to him was crazy. And it, it said something about Waltz for Debbie and the legendary Sunday at the Village Vanguard, which I went to the Village Vanguard many, many years ago. It was fun. Saw Herbie Hancock there. Anyway, no, Herbie Mann, not Herbie Hancock. Sunday at the Village Vanguard. Enjoy the stages of ether in music time and the response with extra grand closes. <laughs> happy listening, happy listening. When it devolved into screaming, happy listening to the guy. Now, I mean, let me read that again. The lead. Uh, this is crazy. The coming book of Waltz for Debbie and the legendary Sunday at the Village Vanguard. Enjoy the stages of ether in music time and the response with extra grand closes. Happy listening, happy listening, happy listening. By this time, it's devolved into screaming happy listening to the listener. It also put in some musical notes between every happy listening for some reason. Something. We we don't understand what the heck that is. Uh, Simple questions like what is a computer generated paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs of nonsense. Listen to this. Here's a sample answer to that question that was shared on Reddit. What is a computer? It does this as the good work of a web of art for the country, a mouse of science, an easy draw of a sad view, and finally the global house of art just in one job in the total rest. <laughs> okay, it sounds like it 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 put in um, words that would trigger a response, and it just. Put, threw a bunch of these words together. If it, someone were doing research and they put in a, a word that would get them to it, a response, that's what it looks like to me. It's either that or it jumbled a bunch of book quotes just together and put them back and forth. I, it, <laughs> in another example, so it spouted gibberish when asked how to make sun-dried tomatoes. One of the steps told users to utilize as beloved. <laughs> Forsake the new fruition morsel in your beloved cookery. It sounds like if Shakespeare did gibberish, you know, <laughs> forsake the new fruition morsel in your beloved cookery. <laughs> Others found that the system appeared to be losing a grip on the languages that it speaks. 
and some found that it appeared to be mixing Spanish words with English using slang. They they would call it um, Spanglish, Spanglish, right? Uh, seemingly making up words uh, that appeared as if they came from another language but didn't actually make any sense. But, hey, that's Joe Biden for you, huh? Or Kamala Harris. Some users even said that, uh, or Nancy Pelosi lately, have you seen some of her latest quotes about Donald Trump? She is a loon bird. I mean, the woman is gone, gone. Some users even said that the responses appeared to have become worrying. Asked for help with a coding issue. Chat GPT wrote a long, rambling, and largely, largely nonsensical answer that included the phrase, let's keep the line as if AI is in the room. <laughs> the the guy who was affected said, I'm reading this at 2 a.m. It is scary. <laughs> the AI wrote, be careful, the AI is in the room. <laughs> let's keep the line as if AI is in the room. Oh, no. <laughs> On its official status page, OpenAI noted the issues but did not give any explanation as to why they might be happening. Uh, we are investigating reports of unexpected report responses from ChatGPT, it read. The issue has been identified, and we're continuing to monitor the situation. Uh, some suggested that the responses were in keeping with the temperature, quote-unquote, being set too high on ChatGPT. The temperature controls the creativity or focus of the text. If it's set low, then it tends to behave as expected. But if it's set higher, then it can be more diverse and unusual. Hmm. Hmm. Climate change on AI? <laughs> Climate change? <gasps> if the if the temperature goes up, AI goes nuts? Is that what it is? Well, anyway. <laughs> it's not the first time chat GPT has changed its manner of answering questions. Uh, seemingly without developer open IAI's input. Towards the end of last year, users complained the system had become lazy and sassy. Lazy and sassy. How to anthropomorphize uh, a computer. We've heard all your feedback about GPT-4 getting lazier, OpenAI said. We haven't updated the model since November 11th, and this certainly isn't intentional. Model behavior can be unpredictable, and we're looking into fixing it. <laughs> well, we all know if Emily Latella was on the mod, she would be saying, we all know model behavior can be, it can be very unpredictable sometimes. They want to pose and sometimes they don't want to pose. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, the world has gone absolutely upside down. This is, this is a funny story, but uh, do you use AI? One thing you can be sure of here on the Ross Report, it's me. C'est moi. There's no open AI, no chat GPT. There's just chat. T-R-R, Chat the Ross Report, that's all. We're going to call it Chat R-R, T-R-R. Anyway, the they said that uh, some of the users said the unprompted responses, like that guy at 2 o'clock in the morning said, you know, it just felt like AI was in the room. And to, and, and getting an, under, un, an eerie message in the middle of the night, he said, was frightening. So we have to keep an eye on this. Just like any technology, it can go completely off the rails. Off the rails. So now they're going to blame it on climate change. Watch this. Watch. The temperature went up. It's climate change. <laughs> Speaking of AI going wacky, you, you do you remember the stories coming out about when it first came out, when AI, this chat GPT stuff first started appearing? Mm, no. Oh, you don't remember the AI saying, I'm going to take over as your wife and you're going to only love me? And it being a very uh, creepy and clingy, like, ex-girlfriend type. 
Fatal Attraction. Yes, something like that. Fatal AI. Mm. Ooh. No, I don't remember that. That kind of stuff just goes in one eye and out the other because uh, uh, that it doesn't have any relevance to me. Fair enough. You don't deal with it. You don't have to. Uh, exactly. Hopefully, you don't have to I, deal with the I'm too busy worrying about the border and you know how our economy is tanking and how Biden is selling us out to the tricoms. Hey, Real other stuff. than that, why do I care? Not well, what know. the computer's thinking. <laughs> you know, I could care less. We have enough to deal with with those idiots up in Washington. Fair enough. Well, thank you, Blanc. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, we got to take a break for the news. We'll be right back on the Ross Report. Don't go away. Well, you know you make me want to Oh no! You know it's really bad when you're surfing the web, and you come up on you come on something like uh, Trump and Biden, who wants to be a millionaire. Uh, someday I'm gonna, uh, well, maybe a little bit later today I will play some of this. Well, maybe I. Uh, I was ready to play it now. Okay, you want to do that now? Okay, th- this is <laughs> this is so hilarious. I'm in the mood to entertain you all today because everything is so serious all around us. And you all know what the issues are. I know what the issues are. Everybody but chat GPT knows what the issues are. AI is out of control. So let the machines go. Then we have solar flares. And guess what? Uh, you know, the solar flares are flashing out Mandarin. <laughs> so <laughs> we are just a little bit out. We are in a high state of uh, not positivity. We are in happiness, a high state of happiness today. And we don't know why. Except maybe we did have that dessert that just shot up our sugar level a little bit after lunch at Rotary Club. We had a great presentation, by the way. I'm going to try to have uh, Bill Bakke on next week. So maybe next week, maybe not. He's pretty busy. He does this market watch. So he gave us a, you know, as much as he could in 20 minutes. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's an information dense presentation. It's really, really good. So I'm going to have Bill on sometime when I could, we can devote a whole hour to it. Cause I mean, it's, it does a really deep dive into what's really affecting things these days and how so ma- so many things are, are pushing development outside of Lafayette Parish and how that's affecting us. Of course, we're a teeny little bitty parish, right? We are very small geographically. So, so it makes no sense for LPTFA to be giving away pilots to out-of-town developers. But I digress. Let's have some fun. This is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Trump and Biden. The president can do something. Yeah, shut up, you f- granny. Now we come to the one dollar question. <laughs> that, I tried now it's that. time for you to use your old gray cells <laughs> a little bit more. Joe, do you dare to do that? I do not know. I am hungry and tired. <laughs> I am also slightly confused and want to go home. Take your pills, Joe. Can someone bring him a blankie? I think Baby Yoda is tired. What do you call a Mexican snake? Is it El Snaco? Legless immigrant? Sancos Locos? <laughs> Or D, Balalela Mamba. The answer is easy. That's what you used to sing when you designed the wall. It's D, Balalala Mamba. That's right. I love this song. Let's lock in D. And D is right. Wow, Joe. For sometimes confusing the kitchen with the toilet. You're not bad. Yes, I bet my mom is proud of me. Don't drag your poor mama into this. Are you ready for the next question? All right, this time, time for one it's more about question. $5. Almost as much as the money you donate to Ukraine. I feel very fit and capable right now. 
I am. I have, if that, but also, yes, I want an ice cream. Close your mouth. The studio's already full of flies. <laughs> I want a peppermint. Joe, concentrate. Looking at you, I get the feeling we don't have that much time. What do you call someone with no body and no nose? Is it A, a night in Vegas? B, nobody knows? C, Michael Jackson? Or is it D, body positivity? That's a question that nobody has an answer to. That's why I would say B, nobody knows. We lock in B, and B is indeed... This bobblehead is just... <laughs> it just goes on and on. Uh, let me see if I can get the rest of that. <laughs> Wait, here, here we go, here we go. I wish you'd put as much effort into this as you did when you were in the office. Let's get on with it before you lose your. Now we're gonna we're gonna take a break right there. That is Trump and Biden. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> if AI is gonna take over, at least it's gonna be funny. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so because the gibberish that scared the bejesus out of people <laughs> with the with the Chat GPT going off the rails. Hmm. Now you know. The we're going to be talking to Keith, I hope, soon, because um, because he did such a great thing. Such a great thing. Um, and we want to talk to him about it when he has time. Probably later today. We're, we're definitely going to talk to him about it. We're talking to Sean. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Oh, man. Um. <laughs> You know, sad but true, Carol. You gotta um, laugh. I mean, what you gonna do? You know, what, what's really sad is for the inauguration, um, they read Joe Biden's lips and he says, I wanna go home. And this was three years ago. And this man was deficient that long ago. And I, I, I feel bad for him at the same time. I feel a lot of malice, you know? Um, there's so many people in back of this. It, it's horrible. Yep. But uh, don't uh, don't feel know. bad for him. I'm sorry. This man has wanted to be president forever. He had enough. He had enough going on upstairs to know that he was not capable. His wife had enough to know he's not capable. His family knows he's not capable. But they were lining up to line their pockets just like they did when he was senator and vice president. So I don't feel sorry for any of them. We're the ones suffering from this. They're lining their pockets and have been for 40, 50 years now. And we're suffering from it. And all those puppet masters behind the scenes. And by the way, you know, we don't even we don't think about this all. We, we talk about it all the time on this show. We talk about the lobbyists and the and the bureaucrats and the backbenchers who are there pulling the strings all the time. All those Harvard graduates and Yale graduates and all the Ivy Leaguers who have no understanding of what the real world is about and what real people go through every single day. They sit back there and they pull the strings and their salaries keep going up and up and up and their value keeps going up and up and up. And it doesn't matter. You know, they're interchangeable. They're interchangeable. K Street lobbying. They're in, they're out. They're running the government. They're lobbying the government. It doesn't matter. It's the same yeah. continuum. And I don't feel I sorry totally, for one damn one of them. I totally agree 110%. Um, he's he's a tool. He's a puppet. But what's bad about it? He was a horrible person before yeah. he was the yeah. shell of the person that he is right now. But and then and then they just have his hand up 
they have their hands up to his back. Mm. And I, I just got, gosh, I, what is it coming to? What What is the world coming yeah, to? Yeah, just call it what it is. President Sock Puppet, basically. Yep. You know? Yep. Sad, Sean, huh? Great. Yep. Uh, we're, we're, we are eyewitness to history watching a once great nation commit suicide right before our eyes. This is true. I mean, we are the greatest ever. I mean, at least when FDR was in a wheelchair, he still had his mental faculties. Oh, God, you yes, know? yes. Even though he was a communist, he, he still had his mental faculties. <laughs> I and mean, knew that we had to defeat the Nazis. Yeah. But this is, this, we're on a whole new level right now. I wouldn't go so far as to call FDR a communist. Socialist, yes, but not communist. And, you know, you remember uh, who was pushing him farther and farther to the left. That was our own Huey Long. Every man a king. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean, thank you for the call, my friend. Thank Take you. care. Hang in there because we're all going to hang in there and we're all going to have some fun while we're doing it because, you know, Lord knows we need to laugh. Lord knows. And we know that God has a sense of humor because there's Joe Biden in the Oval Office. There you go. All right. Um, oh, my goodness. Should we do that now? Why don't we go ahead and take a break? And we'll come back with uh, another edition of Who's the Fortunate One? Hmm. Ain't you and me. Taint you and me, McGee. We'll be right back. Are you one of the fortunate ones? Are you, are you a fortunate one? Well, guess what? You know who is a fortunate one? Uh, yeah, those, uh, those guys, those immigrants, those illegals who are going to get $53 million on debit cards. Compliments of uh, Eric Adams, Mayor Eric Adams, who's been complaining that he needs more money from the feds. Because the feds are flooding his city. He's a sanctuary city. You wanted to be a sanctuary city? Hmm? Well, there's a pilot program. Pilot program that will funnel $53 million in taxpayer money to mobility capital finance. Via mobility, don't you love that name? They know how to name things. The left really knows how to name things. The mobility capital finance via a no-bid contract that will provide 500 Foreign families, illegal immigrants who cross the United States-Mexican border illegally, they will get these prepaid debit cards while they live in hotels rent-free. You got that? The debit cards will provide a family of four about $1,000 a month, which they can use for anything because the city's picking up the tab for where they live. And the city will refill the debit cards with more money every month. 
I think, you know, if you're homeless right now anywhere in the country, go to New York. Just go to New York and say you're an illegal immigrant. And they'll give you $1,000 a month and a hotel room. Adams has defended the cards as a cost saver for New Yorkers. <laughs> what? Even as the cash flow is likely to be used at the southern border as a selling point for more border crossers and illegal aliens to travel to New York City. These people are truly fundamentally stupid. At the same time, a study issued by Columbia University and Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood? Really? Robin Hood? <laughs> I mean, they just let it out who they are, robbing from the rich to give it to the illegals. Well, a study by Columbia University and Robin Hood revealed that in 2021 and 2022, about one in four New York City children live in poverty and 56% of New Yorkers live near the poverty line. Can you see why? They're giving $1,000 a month plus free hotel rooms to illegal immigrants flooding into New York. Put another way, the number of New Yorkers living in poverty increased by 500,000 from 2021 to 2022. And the single largest increase in poverty since the data first started being tracked 12 years ago. That's according to researchers. This is the single largest increase in poverty. Now, so we're, wa we're witnessing a once great city coming down. Living in New York City gets easier for border crossers and illegal aliens. Rent-free luxury hotels, debit cards valued at up to $1,000 that can be used any way they want. Want to buy some drugs? Hey! Native New Yorkers are increasingly find it, finding it difficult to stay afloat. And if more businesses leave New York, they're going to have a hard time finding jobs. That study found that to break even today, a family of four in New York City must have an annual income of $88,000 per year. And the median rent in the city is more than 2200 a month, up more than 2% compared to the same time last year. And here they are giving out luxury hotel rooms to illegal immigrants while struggling New Yorkers who've been there, paying the taxes, etc., are really getting the shaft. And then Eric Adams has, has the chutzpah to go up in front of the national media and say that illegal immigration is a crisis and it's going to destroy New York City. Well, keep doing this kind of stupid stuff and you're just going to accelerate the destruction. By the way, talking about, you know, Kevin O'Leary, who was... uh really railing against that judgment by the uh, Arthur Engeron and, of course, all prompted by Letitia James in New York City. He's been railing against this and saying that real estate developers and wealthy capitalists who employ thousands of people, that you know, the people who have jobs who can barely afford to live in New York City, they're going to pull their companies out, and it's starting already. Um. Remington, gun manufacturers, after 200 years, they're moving their headquarters to another state. Uh, real estate investors, Cardone Capital, tell their teams to pack their bags. They're leaving New York. They can't deal with the legal and regulatory politicization in New York. So here we go. How long before New York turns into Baltimore or Detroit or any of those other totally failed cities? And this was, this was the financial capital of the world. And these hacks... 
these hacks who know nothing about building a company or developing real estate or doing anything, anything that produces jobs or injects money into the economy. They don't know anything about anything. And there they are sitting in judgment of a man who has done probably more than any other individual for New York City, building fabulous buildings, putting New York, Columbus Circle was a mess till Trump built that tower there. Then there was another Trump Tower down Fifth Avenue. And then there was the Wallman rink that he took over, had to browbeat Ed Koch to take over the Wallman rink because the city had been messing around with it for years and couldn't even get the darn thing fixed and open. Donald Trump did that. I mean, his fingerprint. Oh, what was it? Yes, Grand Central Station was they were about to demolish Grand Central Station until Trump took it over. Well, he developed it. And made it viable again. Grand Central Station is beautiful. Anyway, these people have no appreciation. They despise the man. They want him out. Well, they're not only going to get him out, they're going to get anybody else out of New York. So, you want to talk about the fortunate one? You ain't it. You ain't it. I'm not it. Except by virtue of living in a great country, in a great community. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? I did find another one who's a fortunate one. I got to tell you about this one. That Kansas City shooter, his mom, his mom has started a GoFundMe to get the poor thing through his tragic time you got to be kidding it's true the new york post reported that the mother of the kansas city chief shooter lindell mays has launched a gofundme for him stressing that she wants to help him get through this tragic time he killed a woman a mom of three a radio host radio talk show host i believe she had nothing to do with it these groups of thugs, and don't tell me it's racist, thugs are thugs. No matter what color they are, they're thugs. Start shooting at each other because one thought he was looked at in the wrong way. And they started shooting at each other, and that poor woman is the one who died. Of course, a lot of other people were injured. There are about four of them now uh, that are going to be charged. Maybe more. Maybe more. But this guy, Mays... He pulled his gun first, almost immediately. But guess what? She launched this GoFundMe and must have gotten, oh my God. What? Here's what she, she posted the picture of him in the hospital with gunshot wounds and a text. This is what the text said. He is in the ICU fighting for a recovery from several surgeries from going to the chief Super Bowl celebration with his older sister getting shot multiple times at a time that was meant to bring so much joy to so many has brought pain and sadness to all that was attending. He's the one who shot. And this woman, her let us remember her name, Tennille Burnside. It has now been taken down. Can you imagine the backlash? She must have taken that down in record time. In record time. I tell you, you know, there is just no... There's, there's no understanding these people trying to make him into a victim. 
ain't he the fortunate one? No, she took it down. She had to. She had to. Because I am telling you, that had to infuriate people. Just infuriate people. He'll be lucky if he makes it out of jail alive after what he did. Oh, gosh. And here's another outrage. And I saw this the about a week or two ago on one of the Fox shows. The National Multiple Sclerosis Society. They treated this woman. She's a 90-year-old volunteer. She has been volunteering with the organization for generations, forever. She didn't know which pronoun to use. I'm serious. She did not know which pronoun to use because, well, because she didn't use the right pronoun for some wokester, I guess. And they fired her because, you know, it was a failure to abide by our diversity, equity, and inclusion guidelines. Unfortunately, based on that situation, we made a difficult decision to have you step down from your volunteer position. It's a volunteer position that she's been doing forever because she used, God forbid, she used the wrong pronoun from one of those little wokesters, the little snowflakes, the cupcakes. They can't stand it. Unbelievable. 90 years old, told that she was going to have to step down because she wasn't inclusive enough. When she asked what pronouns are, she volunteered for 60 years because her late husband had MS. Can there be any more despicable activity? Well, now they've... Yeah, thank God for libs of TikTok. Chaya Raichik, she revealed back in uh, early February about the demand to use gender pronouns in her email signature. They fired that poor woman. Fired her. She didn't know what it meant. When when they had seen uh, pronouns in a couple of letters uh, that she wrote or whatever, and they said that, well, she didn't know she used the wrong pronouns. She's won a number of awards for her efforts to raise support. And they fire her because she didn't know which pronouns to use. Norman, what do you have to say about that? Carol, this is here I am down here on the Bayou Test. The universal pronoun, (laughs) y'all. Yes. Y'all works, y'all works, plural, problem, LGBTQ, any damn thing that you want to say. Y'all. <laughs> yeah, as in y'all shut up and go to your room. Yeah, and leave, yeah, well, shut up mind. and go to your room and leave mind. the rest of us alone. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I didn't want to go there, but you're right, you're right about it. <laughs> uh, good to hear from you, Norman. Things going okay uh, with you? It's been a thrill a minute all day. It's a what? <laughs> a thrill a minute all day. Oh, a thrill a minute. Well, that's what we wish for you. A thrill a minute. All day, every day, my and, friend. And, and the same to and the same to you, Chef. Thank you, Chef. And y'all go have okay. fun. All right. Okay. Thank you, Norman. Okay, bye. bye. I love Norman. All right, we gotta take a break for the news. We'll be right back on the Ross Report. Don't go away.